It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me from twinfo.com.au, my sidekick and partner in crime in this, Naomi Dolan. How are you going? I am Fantastic. That is always you, good Nikki? to hear. Yeah, I am good. I've had a bit of a struggle week with the kids. Uh, we've had a lot of tantrums and meltdowns, but I'm just putting it down to the four-year-old stage. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah. Four, for me, was really terrible. Five, it gets good, I think. Oh, That's thanks. my my <laughs> advice anyway, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm crawling to the finish line because don't you always find that? Like you have them and they go, oh, newborn's really hard. Six months is tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, year's really difficult. Oh, terrible twos. Then you hit the threes. Oh, now you're in the fours and you start to get to a point where you think, does it ever get better? Anyway, <laughs> that is for another podcast. I'm super excited about this week's episode though because we have a guest joining us. I know. I'm really excited. I love having guests. Indeed. Tell us a little bit about who's joining us this week. So today we have a lovely lady joining us. Um, You may have read her story a couple of times. She's written a couple of blogs for us on Twinfo. Anyway, we have Katie Bowman joining us. So Katie's joining us for this episode to talk about a good news birth story. I really liked her birth story, so I got in contact with her and asked if she'd come on and have a chat to us all about it. I am looking forward to this. We're going to catch up with Katie next. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix and Naomi. And we are joined by a very special guest this week, Naomi. And we've got Katie with us. Hi, Katie. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Katie, we're super excited to talk to you because one of the reasons that we're fascinated by your story is it is a complete a good birth story, uh, pretty much over full term for twins, I think, or full term. And this is just blowing my mind that you had such a wonderful experience with your twins. Yeah, it surprised me. It was a bit like a unicorn birth. I can't believe they actually exist because you don't hear about them. And that's exactly why we wanted to get you on here because you don't. That's the big thing, you know. We always hear that as soon as someone finds out you're pregnant with twins, they start saying, "Oh, you know, you're going to have them early. Oh, you're going to, you can't do this. You can't have a vaginal birth. You won't be able to breastfeed. You won't be able to do that." And um, it's just not true. Some sometimes it is definitely things happen, but you're walking, living, talking proof of. Um, you know, the unicorn twin pregnancy and birth. Yeah, basically. Katie, first of all, tell us about your family. Uh, so there's five of us. There's myself and my husband, who, funnily enough, is an identical twin. Um, and then we've got our eldest daughter, Sienna, who's about to turn five, and our fraternal twin girls that have just turned two. Wow, I had no idea your husband was an identical twin. Yeah. So I will be hitting you up for another blog on Twinfo <laughs> about... <laughs> Because I'm always fascinated by that, but that's another story. <laughs> so you've got fraternal twins and an older daughter. How old was your daughter when the twins were born? Oh, she was about two and a half, somewhere between two and a half and three. Oh yep, my perfect. Goodness. Okay, gosh. <laughs> Let's go back to that point. Um, you've obviously got a two and a half year old. Were you? I hate to say the word. Were you trying? Were you? Was it an expected pregnancy? Unexpected pregnancy? And then talk us through that moment that so many of us have experienced when you find out that there's more than one. 
Yeah, no. So we we were trying with um the twins. I mean, we weren't trying for twins, but you know, <laughs> you, you get what you're given. Um, so we were really lucky, um, and we felt pregnant quite quickly. Um, and then we found out at the dating scan. So I was only about seven or eight weeks pregnant at the time, and um, she was taking a really long time, and she kept going back and forth, back and forth over my stomach. And um, it got to a point where I was convinced. I was like, okay, she can't find a heartbeat. She's looking really hard for it. Um, and she said, you know, okay, I'm going to get you to sit up and look at the screen. And I was like, okay, well, she's getting me really prepared to sit up and hear bad news. And then all of a sudden she said, over here we've got a heartbeat. And over here we've got a heartbeat. And so then kind of my floodgates opened. And I was ugly crying because I went from thinking I had no baby to finding out there were two. Oh, um, it was just insane. Um, and it was funny because we had been joking about having twins um, with not just me and my husband, but even my friends. And it was like deep down somehow everyone just knew that I was going to be pregnant with twins or something. Um, and then I got really nervous because I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have a premature birth. I'm going to need a C-section. That's all you ever hear about it. Um, and so, yeah, then I was really anxious about it and struggling to enjoy it in those few seconds. It is difficult. Um, I know for me, that was one of the first things that went through my mind as well is, oh my gosh, because the only person that I knew that had had multiples prior to me falling pregnant with them um, was a really good friend of mine who had her triplets right on 23 weeks. Oh, wow. So that was a huge thing. And that was the only thing because she's a good friend of mine and that is what was forefront of my mind. So did you have any um, friends that had had twins before, Katie, or triplets? So I had um, a friend in Perth have twins. Um, I think it was just a, a week after me in the same hospital because I'd been to visit her with my eldest when she was born and she was all hooked up to her monitors. And um, I'm pretty sure something, I can't remember what, something had happened with the twins and they ended up in different hospitals for oh, no. health problems and so I had that in my mind and then my cousin she had twins and um she had them early and I think she had some troubles with her boy with his lungs in the beginning as well so um yeah I I didn't know any positive twin birth stories. It is really hard to find them and I know that I sort of, I, I was in such shock. I didn't really have time to process it in the immediate, but I, I it had, mine was a surprise, a complete surprise pregnancy. And as I sort of went through the process and it took a good week or so to process it, th- those thoughts and fears are naturally just what comes to mind. Um, it, it's really hard to avoid. Yeah. My, and my husband, my gosh, he was in shock. He he just went into planning mode and he's like, oh, we're going to need an extra car. We're going to need a bigger car. We're going to need another car seat. And eventually he was just like, I need to call my mum. <laughs> <I'm like, "Okay." laughs> I have to ask though because uh, you, you say your husband's a twin and so obviously a lot of people must have been saying that because it's in your family um, because the actual question that I was asked when my when my sonographer gave me the news was, does twins run in your family? And do people say that? I mean, people ask you all the time. And for you, you've obviously got that, but is it relevant and does it matter? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, for him, because he's identical, it doesn't, well, apparently it doesn't pass on. If it's an identical twin, it's like a, 
I hate, I say it really mean to him. I'm like, you're it's a freak moment that the egg splits. Like it. Yeah, that's what I refer to. It's just a freak of nature, and yeah. you know, you get double the joy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but my nan is a fraternal twin as well, so um. Oh wow! He definitely puts it back on me that it's I released two eggs, and because my nan was a twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. So you really do definitely have got um. And is it the cousin that you said has, that has twins? Is that well, from your nan as well? Does no, so she was from my, well, I guess my step-grandmother. Okay. So she wasn't yeah. blood. Related. Wasn't blood, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting though, isn't it? It is, but you never think it's going to happen to you. <laughs> no, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So. You found out, then of course, it's the whole twin pregnancy thing. We know that there's so many dramas and complications that can happen. Naomi and I have spoken both about this in terms of um, struggles that we've had through the pregnancy. Tell us about your twin pregnancy. Um, so mine was actually pretty drama-free. Um, I had one one night where I'd obviously overdone it that day and I could feel my stomach hardening up a lot. And I was about 22 or 23 weeks at that time and I was down visiting my parents and I thought, mm, I probably need to call the hospital over this one. Um, and so then I felt like a little kid going into mum and dad's room. And I'm like, oh, can you take me into the hospital? They want to, you know, have a look over me. And um, they ended up admitting me for the night, trying to stop what, whatever was happening, thinking maybe it was the beginning of premature labour or something like that. Um, and then the next morning I was perfectly fine and off they sent me. And that was the most of it. You know, I was wow. obviously really uncomfortable and I had bad hip pains from, I think I was only like 10 weeks pregnant or something, um, but I could barely walk. Um, and other than that, that was it. It was pretty textbook. Did you suffer oh, from morning news. sickness or anything? Oh, yeah, but I had really bad morning sickness with my eldest, oh. so I never really think about it, but I was really sick for the beginning. I was like skin and bone, which... Of course, you're trying to hide your first few weeks of pregnancy and with mm. twins, you start showing pretty early. So being wow. skin and bone with a bloated stomach was quite a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always been fascinated to know from somebody who's had both, um, did you feel a lot of difference in, difference in the pregnancies? Oh, definitely. Um, even from things like um, with the twins, I could feel them from, oh, I don't even know how many weeks it was quite early on and by 17 weeks I could actually see little pokes jiggling in my belly occasionally. Oh whereas, wow. Yeah whereas with my eldest I didn't feel even any kicks or anything until something like 23 weeks. So whether it was that I already knew kind of what to look for but even by 17 weeks to actually see little pokes was really amazing. Um, hey, that's, yeah. Yeah and then with my eldest because there was only the one baby and the weight of it, I could still sleep quite normal. Whereas with the twins, you have to kind of prop yourself up mm. at night and sleep upright. Otherwise, like all the weight just kind of gravitates to one side and mm. it takes a lot of pivoting to get back over to the other side. Oh, I tell you, that's <laughs> the only, yeah, sleeping. I, I loved being pregnant. I absolutely loved being pregnant. But yeah, I didn't enjoy that part of it, the sleeping and, well, I should say in my case, the lack of it. Um, and I still don't enjoy it. To it still kicked me all over. night. <laughs> yeah. 
and they're four years old. I know. They still <laughs> kick me all night, the little buggers. <laughs> That's mine. It must be a thing. Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> when do they grow out of it, Naomi? Give us some help here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, we're, we're – we're pretty good with that. So, I mean, they're nearly nine, so. <laughs> but no, you're right. I mean, that, that twin pregnancy sleeping is just, oh, it's it's just awful. Yeah, really is. And now you were pregnant for a really long time, weren't you, Katie? Like, so you made it all the way through to, what was it, 38 plus two, was it? Yes. Yes, that's go in and evict them. Pretty much. So they actually had to induce you that you wouldn't, you didn't, your waters didn't break. There was no signs of you going into labour. They were, no, they were in there to stay. Yes, and I was induced to my eldest too. So I kind of, because I thought I'd have a premature birth or something, I was kind of excited at a, um, you know, oh my gosh, my waters are broken. But yeah. I, I didn't get that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to ask from that point where you went into hospital that fear that so many of us have had that either ends up uh, as, a, as a premature birth or we go away and then come back and something else happens or, you know, both Naomi and I have had such different stories about the lead up to our, our birth stories of which we still haven't reached. Um, but, you know, for example, I, I spent three and a half weeks on bed rest and it nearly drove me bonkers. I mean, when you went in with that scare, were you more preparing yourself? I mean, were you preparing yourself for the next sort of scare and, and, and a premature birth? Was that always your top of mind or were you just hoping that you'd go to as far as you possibly could? Um, I definitely wanted to go as far as I could because I've known a few people to have premature babies and it just sounds so hard. And mm. I knew I wanted that first moment where they put, you know, your baby in your arms and you get to look at them and hold them and have your first breastfeed and all of those moments, I didn't want them kind of being rushed off. So I just made sure I took it easy from there on and really just hoped for the best. And you got it. <laughs> I did. I certainly really did. did. <laughs> yeah, you really did. That's amazing. So um, talk us through an induction mm. with the twins. Like, did you have, I, I guess you had lots of extra monitoring and everything like that. Were there people hanging around all the time or – did it happen quickly because it was twins or? Um, so it still took, um, I think, about 12 or 13 hours from when I went in. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And they, they brought everyone in to me to meet and it was like, you know, a room full of people because they've got double people for absolutely everything. And, um, you know, said hi, obviously didn't remember any faces and said bye and um, they hooked me up to the drip and got that going and then eventually they broke my waters, I think. It's all a little bit hazy. Um, and I remember I'd had my epidural with my eldest. So once I could feel all the pain with the contractions, I said, uh, can I get an epidural? Um, and they said, oh, we need you to get in a really established state before we can give you an epidural. Otherwise, it might slow things down a bit. Um, so I just kind of held on waiting for that and um that was that was it for me I just let them do what they were doing and I just laid there waiting until they let me know that I could start pushing were they wow yeah were they confident sort of as you're going through this process that you were going to deliver naturally was there any ever any hesitation or concern that things or or was was it just yet like yep the babies are good the gestation's fantastic this is going to go smoothly um, well, I mean, they they did warn me that there's always the chance that even though twin A was head down and she was head down for basically my whole pregnancy, so we 
had spoken about it and I said I wanted to have a vaginal birth and all that and we were pretty keen for that. Um, but twin B was, I think she was breech or transverse or something. Um, so they said, you know, there is the chance that you might um, push twin A out, but then you might need to go for a C-section for twin B, depending how things go. Um, but um, they twisted her around and she came out too. So, yeah, it was just smooth sailing. That's fantastic because that was one thing that I was always worried about because, I mean, obviously, I you know, I wanted to have a vaginal mm-hmm. birth and all of that and I just remember thinking, oh, that's going to be interesting if I have to have, you know, one cesarean and one vaginal. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I guess so it must just play on your mind about what would happen because if that does happen most of the time by the sounds from the stories that people have written for me for Twinfo is um, that you end up with a general and so then you kind of miss the birth of the second mm. one. So you were so lucky. My gosh, what a great, so great. awesome. Yeah, I just, I just, you really did get the unicorn twin everything, didn't you? That's fantastic. Oh. And, I, and I didn't expect it to go so well because with my elder side, I was in so much pain afterwards. And I thought, well, I mean, that was one, you know, having two of them, I'm going to be in so much pain. Mm. And um, gosh, did it surprise me. Yeah, I mean, because I was reading in your story earlier again today when I looked back over it that you had no tears, no cuts, you know, you didn't go to special care, they both had a breastfeed. Wow. Like, that's just, yeah, amazing. <laughs> no, Congratulations to, to you. I'm, absolutely, which is why we wanted to get you on here to share this beautiful Fantastic. story because it really is just, yeah, the ideal birth story. So, yeah, well done you. Yeah, thank you. So how close were the, the girls born? Oh, you're testing me on that one. It was somewhere around the 20-minute mark. Wow, okay. Yeah, I've I remember always been pushing Hazel out. fascinated to know that because I, I don't know about you, Naomi, but my cesarean, it sounds corny, but we filmed the whole thing and my dad's an anaesthetist and he went back and timed it because he wanted to know how quickly it was done. And there was like 90 seconds between the boys. Mm. But uh, So I'm fascinated to know naturally what sort of time frames, yeah, can be, can be left. Like 20 minutes sounds a lot to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess compared to when you think of 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, by the time I pushed out twin A, yeah. that's when they needed to reach in and twist around twin B, so that took a bit of time as well. Just and were wonderful. you just um, able just to hold twin A that whole time? I did give it a go. I was really stubborn. I wanted to do that so bad. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't concentrate, and I was worried about dropping her. So yeah, definitely. They said, Dad, do you want to hold her? And he was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Wow. It must have been incredible to have that skin to skin contact straight afterwards and and to something that for Naomi and I is is hard to fathom and so many multiple families and parents out there to to sort of be able to to have them after after you've birthed them. Uh, That's so fantastic. It's really great. And I'm so glad the midwife grabbed our phone and um, took a bunch of photos for us. They are. Oh, probably, yeah, between that and my eldest birth as well, my favourite photos I've got. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Um, I really, I, you know, I think it's going to give a lot of hope to the people out there at the moment that mm. are pregnant and are worried about it and everything. And, um, 
you know, as we said, talked about earlier, you only get told the negative thing. Yeah. And so it's really lovely to share such a wonderful, positive birth story. Yeah, thank you. And I hope it does inspire other people that, um, you know, it can go well. It's not all doom and gloom. Yeah. Find out that there's two of them. And I think that's the thing to also try and get people's um, mindsets to change because as we commented at the beginning, so many of us, our, our first gut reaction is what's going to go wrong in this pregnancy? And, and you've given hope that so many things and everything can actually go right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I've got to ask just quickly though, um, how soon were you home after having the twins and then adjusting to the life with you know a two-and-a-half-year-old and the twins? Well, my husband had to leave um, two days after they were born um, to travel interstate for a night or two. So I asked to leave on the second day because I wanted to be home with my eldest and kind of in my own bed with our own bottles if I wanted to top them up without kind of the having to ask for formula in hospital and it feels, uh, I don't know how to say it, kind of you feel um, embarrassed and made to feel like you shouldn't be asking for it. Yeah, the no. pressure. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to get home and be able to do that without any worries. Well, good on you. I think it's Thank you. fantastic. Yeah. Such an inspiring yeah. story. And you have written quite a few blogs uh, for Twinfo as well. So if people want to catch up on those, they are up, Naomi, on your website. Absolutely. Um, so twinfo.com.au. And then, Katie, you've also got your own um, blog that you um, – publish lots of fun things too as well. Did you want to share that with us? Yeah, so I um, blog on Facebook under Living My Family Life um, and some of it does sound very doom and gloom but um, I try to put a funny spin on it because, you know, if you can't laugh about the dramas of raising kids, you're going to cry about it. So um, it's a good outlet for me to share what life is like. I think we can all relate to that. We all try and have a little giggle at the hardest of times. But um, I love the fact that you share so much honesty as well. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of look at all these magazines and you think, why isn't this my life? But Mm. (laughs) no one's life. And did you find it um, that having, I mean, obviously the challenges of having a toddler and then having twins must have been enormous. But did you find that certain elements of of those first few weeks being home with the twins, you were a little bit better equipped? being your second and third? Oh, absolutely. We were a lot more calm and we knew what kind of to look for, what certain things could mean. Our eldest had had a dairy intolerance, so we knew to um, cut out dairy when the crying didn't end and that worked. And, you know, just all your little kind of tools of the trade that you figure out. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So much positivity and we all need it at the moment. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Katie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome to catch up with you and hear your inspiring story. You've really helped us. So thank you for being a part of our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that was incredible, Naomi. What a wonderful story and something you don't hear very often in the twin and multiple world. No, I'm so glad we were able to share that. Um, I just think that, yeah, it's just a really great positive story. Yeah, indeed. And it gives inspiration for anybody who's just found out that they're having multiples or, uh, you know, is halfway through pregnancies or whatever to go, hey, don't just think it's going to be doom and gloom and something's going to go wrong. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's one thing I do try and do on the Twinfo. Um, so, like I've got uh, well over 100 birth stories or pregnancy stories or birth stories or something on there. And I do really try and make sure that we cover some good ones as well. Some really positive ones, as well as sometimes when things do go wrong. 
because uh, that's just sometimes as reassuring to read someone else has been in your situation. But I really, I've got to say, I love sharing the good news stories like that. Yeah, they're nice and fuzzy. They make you warm inside. And you can catch all of those birth stories because the good thing is you're preparing everybody for things that could go wrong, but then also providing those positive ones as well. Uh, they're all at twinfo.com.au, so make sure that you catch up on them. Absolutely. And if anyone else has had a fantastic unicorn birth like Katie, um, I'll pop a post up on our Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast Facebook page, and um, you can share your birth story with us. We'd love to hear from you. We would indeed. That is it for us for another week. We'll be back next week with another episode of Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. We'll catch you then. Talk to you then. Bye. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au.